When it's time for an adventure on the open highway, one quick call to American Family Insurance gets you headed in the right direction. Our travel peace of mind package is there if you encounter a bump in the road. From roadside assistance to rental car coverage, we have you covered. Find a local agent or get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Are you ready for this? Hi, I'm Elbow. Welcome to your show. This is You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life and tacos and other things. Mmm, que rico. Tacos. She doesn't even go here. Okay. Awkward. You're listening to You're My Best Friend. Are you ready? With two of my best friends, Marcia. So I thought you were just like the coolest person in the world, and then I met you in real life. I'm <laughs> I will never know because I don't know what keys are. That was a little weird. Is it Miles Kennedy? Just say it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so say it or don't say it. Say it. You're listening to You're My Best Friend with Moxian and Ruben Jai. Do you know what time it is? It's party time. It's what close. It's podcast time. It's podcast time. Dollar in the jar. I'm sorry. You know, we went like four weeks without you putting a dollar in the jar. I know. Do you know why that is? Because, no. It's because I listened to our podcast and I realized how annoying that was, so I tried to stop. (laughs) That's that's funny. Did you just stop listening to our podcast all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't listen to it anymore. I'm sorry. I, but everybody have, else should listen to it. I have no words for you, Moxie. I, I don't. Well, welcome, to, welcome to your podcast, Moxie. Yay! I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> You've been gone for a week. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm excited for today's episode. Me too. Why are you excited? Why am I excited? Yeah. Why are you excited? Because the podcast life is the best life. What's well, the only life? It's, it's the life for me. No, you want <laughs> you want to know why you should be excited, Moxie? Why? Because it is episode ten. Episode numero dis. Right. Well, for you it's yes, but yes, it's ds. Yes. Yes. You are correct. Uh, and I'm I'm so excited, Moxie. Do you can you believe that it's been ten weeks of us consistently putting out a podcast? I how? How is this a thing that's happened? Me. <laughs> yeah. That's the entire completion of that. Yeah. The yeah, that's entire completion. What am I saying? Entire equation? Maybe? Is that what I'm you meant? Sure. Equation? Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it's been it's been a great ten weeks. You know what they say about podcasts? What? You know, well, let me say this. You know how they say if you if you're friends with somebody for more than seven years that like that friendship's meant to last for life? Yes. Well, they say the same thing about podcasts, except it's ten episodes. If you can make it ten episodes or more, the podcast is here for life. Do they really? Yeah, they do. Who are they? Podcast experts. Oh, those exist. Yeah, apparently. Cool. Well, then, we're going to be doing this for a long time. Aye, aye. Uh, you can't get rid of me. I've been trying for 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been purposely mean to you so I could find a new co-host. <laughs> and it just keeps bringing you back. I'm just a masochist. That's what it is. What has been, in, in the 10 episodes that we've done, what has been your favorite part of doing a podcast? My favorite part of doing a podcast? Yeah. Um, honestly, probably the prep work. I love doing the... Because uh, I'm so new to this whole podcast game. So I love figuring out what I'm going to say and thinking of questions and thinking of like the perfect person to interview and topics. And, and it's just awesome. I love it all. Do you have a favorite... Um podcast guest that we've had so far you know honestly 
it's not the one that I would have expected, but I got to say Eric from last week. Eric Bischoff, man. Uh, cool. Such a great interview. I had lunch with him uh, about a week ago now. Did you really? Yeah, it was really cool. He, we, we were both in Vegas, and then we met up for lunch. And uh, he says hello. Oh, hello, Eric. He uh, he thinks things about us that are not true. But <laughs> what, what does he think? <laughs> he, he, he thinks you're bossy. I am bossy. <laughs> that no, is he, correct. He he asked how long we were dating. I'm like, uh, no, that's, that's not a thing. That's not a thing, dude. Oh boy. So that no. was, yeah, that, that's when he decided to pay for the beers. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. Yeah, I got a free beer out of it. Yeah. Uh, nice. So what has Sympathy been? Beer. What happened? Sympathy beer. Free beers. Uh, free beers is always good. Your dad would appreciate a free beer. He would. Um, what has been the most surprising thing that has happened on this podcast to you or, or, uh, what's been the most surprising thing about the podcast for you? Surprising in what way? I'm just, you know, like uh, something that you didn't expect or, uh, something that went better than expected or something that went worse than expected or something that's a little bit more difficult than expected. I honestly... Great answer. Great answer. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I, I love I love that answer. It's a great podcast. I did not expect the podcast to go over so well. Like I have some great friends and I have really supportive friends for the most part, but I didn't actually expect a lot of my friends to go and listen to it. Um and like I have some friends who do normally listen to podcasts and they they've gone and listened to it and my parents listen to it. And, and, uh, of course a lot of people who I don't know, they listen to it as well. But like I specifically, I have some friends, my friend Michael the other day and I asked him if he listened to podcasts cause I was going to say, Oh, you should listen to my podcast. And he was like, no, I really actually don't like podcasts. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's fine. And then he sent me a clip of him listening to our interview with Sydney Nice. Uh, and and while he was editing video and said, this is actually really awesome. And so that's been something that's been really special for me and really surprising. Just the amount of people who like, this is new for them too. And they also don't listen to podcasts. I feel like our podcast is a really good introductory podcast. <laughs> we're the gateway like, podcast. Yeah, we're the gateway drug. <laughs> we're the marijuana podcast, bud. Oh, man. Light one up and listen to a chain of them. You know, I listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of the things that I love about doing this, and I, and I don't want to turn this introduction into uh, an entire um, us just talking about our podcast, but I listen to quite a few of them, and I, I don't think there's another one out there that, that does what we do. I mean, there are a lot of them that, like, that are out there that interview people, but I don't think there's anyone out there that actually asks <clears throat> people the real questions. Yeah. You know, like, like we go after the truth. Like, we really want to know what people's favorite taco is. We really do. That's the most important to us. To me, personally, I just, that's all I really want to know about a person in life. That's, <laughs> that's all you need to know. Well, yeah, you know, like, like a lot of people can, you know, a lot of people know, you can tell a lot about people by the way that they treat their mothers and the way they treat their dogs, but you can tell even more about the way that they like their tacos. The way that they treat their tacos. That is also true. That's mm-hmm. also very true. Yeah, um, treat your tacos with love, people. Yeah, Moxie, we have five episodes left in season one of Yay. "You're My Best Friend." Um, are you planning on on trying to do a season two? Am I planning on it? Yeah. Well, I guess the the question is really, are you planning on it? Because I can't <laughs> do this without you, man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I'm I'm more curious to hear if if you're even interested in a season two. Are you propositioning me? <laughs> I don't know if I'm propositioning you. I'm just trying to figure out where your head is here. Well, my head is in Colorado at the moment. Mile High Club. Mm-hmm. Mile High uh, No. Yeah. Not. No. 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 Uh. Uh-uh. You're the, the Mile High State, not the Mile High Club. Two I completely different things. Also, not high. Let's just forget we ever said anything. <laughs> Along these lines. <laughs> uh, well, today uh, we have a special, uh, a great guest 
on uh, today's podcast. We'll talk about her in a minute. Um, all I can say is uh, she better be be good, uh, or uh, or the Jonas Brothers will be mad. Yeah. But uh, I do want to say thank you for. I want to say thank you to everybody who's downloaded this podcast because we've yes. had we've had a lot of downloads and a lot more uh, traction and interest than I think either one of us expected when uh, I said, hey, let's launch a podcast. Seriously, Ruben, when you launched this, when you were like, hey, we're going to make a podcast, I was like, ah, that's going to tank. And it hasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, it hasn't. It has. Oh, it just hit my head. Don't hit yourself in the face with the microphone, please. I, I was going to say, it hasn't tanked, but it hasn't necessarily, uh, you know, exploded into, you know, the, yes, world, it of, has. the world of success. But it's 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 doing really nice for for what we've it's doing a lot better than anticipated that's that's all i can really say about that so definitely so, so but thank tuned. you <clears throat> yes yeah, so, so stay tuned stay tuned for the last five episodes of season one and then whatever the summer holds yep i do have plans for a mid-season yeah like between season oh good i'm not off the hook yet no you're nowhere near off the, what are you doing <laughs> I, what am i looking at uh, several things just happened all at once. Did somebody? Did Will walk in the room? No, Emma came around the corner wearing a face mask, and it was a little disturbing. <laughs> all right, so uh, <laughs> we are going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we are going to jump into our interview. No, we're not. When we come back, we're going to discuss being single shamed and if that's a thing or if that's the thing that's been made up single shaming single shaming yeah episode numero diez yes 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 we'll be back i have a very important question to ask you moxie okay i have a very important answer for you that's Ruben. great i'm so happy awesome that. i'm so glad that we can finally use this podcast as a platform that it is to spread the positive good message yeah you know um and so we are going to taco about it talk about it yeah we're gonna taco about it let's talk about it and uh it's a new segment we're doing here on the show called let's taco about it yep should we try that again yeah one it's a new show two it's a new show on the segment we're gonna call let's Let's talk Talk about About it." it um and it's uh where we take uh we take an important topic in the world and we discuss it yeah as as friends in depth as business partners as co-workers as people in the world as lead head chefs as police chiefs of as you're my best friend bear wranglers sometimes yep no one's gonna understand what that is until that video comes out it's okay and it's probably gonna be a couple weeks till that video comes out that's all right just ring bear but this is very important yeah and i, I think I think that there's an epidemic going on in the world of dating that we need to discuss. Yeah, I would agree. And no, I'm not asking you out. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, we're going out tomorrow. Yeah. But it's not a date. Right. It's just just dinner and a movie. Wait, (laughs) wait. Then how come (laughs) whenever I hang out with a guy friend, you say, it's a date. Because you're the one who says, oh, I went on a date with somebody. No, that's not. I'm talking about other instances. I don't recall. Oh, okay. I literally have a text message from you saying, uh, I went on a casual date with somebody. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, I don't recall what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Fine. Whatever. But, you know, anyway, what we're doing tomorrow night has nothing to do with this conversation. Right. What this conversation does have to do about is apparently... There's this thing going on in the world of single people mm-hmm. that I knew nothing about, and apparently it's a big deal. I guess so. And it is single shaming? Yeah, single shaming. It's a thing. I don't... Guys, in terms of like American problems, this is at the top of the list. I thought the, the thing at the top of the list was not everybody having Netflix. Well, yeah, that too. But like, this is number two. Because if you don't have Netflix... Well, it is kind of shitty. I mean... If you if you have Netflix, but you're single, you can't Netflix and chill. So... Wait, you know what? I'm okay with that. I am too. The world needs to stop. 
chill with Netflix and chill. Yeah. Like Netflix and eat a pizza. <laughs> Netflix and get some tacos. Netflix and binge eat an entire carton of ice cream. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Ice cream floats my boat. Ice cream usually sinks my boat. <laughs> but uh, apparently there's this this thing. And the reason why I'm bringing, the, bringing this up, okay? Here's... I'm being completely honest with you. I, I didn't know this was a thing until I saw this video. Ryan Seacrest a couple weeks ago, yeah, had one of his uh, one of his co-hosts uh, talk about being single shamed. Really? Let's yeah. hear it. And I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. But the the TLDR, the too long don't read, is uh, so the TLDR on this situation basically is that uh, Tanya Rad, she's one of the co-hosts on Ryan Seacrest show. She apparently was upset. Because uh, there was a meeting called at iHeartRadio that she was expected to attend that was a last-minute meeting, and apparently she had hot yoga or something that she wanted to go do. Oh, okay. And she, you know, somebody else from the show couldn't go because they had to go pick up her kids, you All know? Right. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, like, kids are kind of more important than hot yoga. Yeah. You know? like Somewhat. Yeah. So apparently she felt like she was single-shamed. Let's, let's go ahead and play part of this. Now, so Tanya has a an issue she felt like and i don't know who did this yet but she felt like she was single shamed at work well to be- which i don't sorry this is me this is ruben J, not ryan seekers anymore okay in case you couldn't tell between our sexy voices i couldn't i figured uh i mean i'm sitting here you're looking sitting at you right at me I yeah you're tell. sitting right at me <laughs> <laughs> you're looking right how at dare me. you sit at me like that <laughs> it's true it's a true problem I didn't know that single, single shaming was even a thing. So for her to be offended by it, just kind of, all right. But to be honest, it happens a lot. At, it's, what? At work? At work and outside of work. I agree with you. And I'll tell you what happened. So it was, a. Uh, I plan my days kind of like I look the day before and I plan my schedule. Like just because I'm single doesn't mean I don't have. Things a, to do. Things to, a lot of things to do. Appointments made, things <sighs> that I make a day in advance. Right. So there was a last minute meeting called that morning. It was like for like 4.30 p.m. that day. And I had had my workout scheduled. I had a wax scheduled after my workout. And then I had a friend come over for dinner. So I had to stop at the grocery store. So I had like my full day planned. You realize that sounds like the most heavenly life ever. Yeah. What? Like, that's my that, prerogative. This is part of the shaming. Yeah. Oh, because I'm like, that sounds like the greatest day. That sounds like a retirement day. But so Patty could not make it to the meeting because she had to go pick up her kids. Right. Which is totally fair. And I think that that's, she and should be. you couldn't make it because you had a waxing appointment. And my workout scheduled. And, and was, so? And so I was met with more force of like, you can't just, <sighs> you can't just change your workout. And I was like, no, I had this planned. This is the last minute. I always put my work first. I always plan my schedule around my work. But when things are called last minute, like my excuse is no different than anybody else's excuse. I have my things planned. Oh, I, I, I can't. I, I can't totally agree with you on that. I, I know because I made mine work. And yours are different. I rearrange. T- so the reason what I'm bringing this up for isn't so much that's not single shaming. No, that's not. That's 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 having an employer who doesn't respect the fact that you have plans after work. Yeah. You know, because things that are done after, you know, after you're off work, you know, for example, I call staff meetings all the time Mm -hmm. for the show. Wow. We have a massive staff here. We do. And uh, I mean, all 97 people. Yeah. You know, like, thank God for your credit card. I know. We're we're able to pay all these people. We still got to talk about that. Yeah. Um, Someday. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be our next PSA. All right. But I mean, we, you know, I text you and say, hey. I want to have a meeting. Let's talk about the next couple of weeks and let's, you know, let's figure out our schedule so that way we can record the podcast. And sometimes it's, all right, cool. Call me. Let's do this. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I can't talk right now. Call me in a couple hours. Or sometimes it's, call me tomorrow. Or sometimes it's like, I'm out of the country for the next month and a half. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. okay. So I respect that. Yeah. I don't go, oh my God, you don't have time for this, you know, or make a big deal. I might joke around about it, but. Or whatever. You're better than most people. A Thank lot you. of people get very irritated with me for being so busy and it, and and for not being able to just come over. Not being flexible. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like my schedule books two months out. 
Yeah. Then not to be stuck up, but like if I need to hang out it's with very somebody. Very busy. I am, I am very busy. No, but like my calendar is full for the next two months. Yeah, and, and we have podcasts to record in the next two months. We, we do. Have, you know, we have business meetings and investor meetings and, you know, <laughs> we have a, a divorce lawyer that we're going to meet with yeah. here pretty soon because apparently... Uh, we're we, going to interview her we, on the show. No, we signed the wrong contracts. Um, <laughs> we're legally married, Moxie. They thought we were different kind of best friends. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, this is so cute. Uh, the best friends. Newlyweds starting a podcast yeah. together. Aww. Uh, and apparently they made us sign a marriage license. Uh, oh, but okay. But what, what she's talking about isn't single shaming. No. It's, it's, it's just a lack of it's respect. It's an inconsiderate employer. Yeah, it's a very inconsiderate employer, you know, and you and I are both single. Yes. Um, I'm sometimes so single on plural. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't I don't expect you to be able to drop everything that you're doing just to hang out with me because I know you're busy. Thank you. You know, um, although you expect me to drop whatever I'm doing whenever you need me. N- no, I don't. This is true. Uh, <laughs> but Thank you for giving up so quickly. No, I just, <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to go with it, but you didn't. So I wanted to know what single shaming was yeah and i did some research okay and i found out that this is a real thing it is no it definitely is this is a real thing what tanya is doing is is she's just i don't want to say the only word i can think of Uh oh Um, i know what word this is so i'm just gonna say she's crying Mm -hmm. like yeah she has a legitimate gripe with her employer but she's not being single shamed no single shamed would be for example, uh, if you don't mind me using this example, uh, when your grandpa says you need to start going on dates. That is true. That yeah. is single shaming. Although I think a grandpa doing it to his granddaughter is more of a cutesy, like, you know, hurry up and get married so that, you know, I can see my grandbaby or my <laughs> great grandbabies. Well, and it's it's one thing when it's a genuine concern and you actually have a conversation about it. It's quite another thing when you go to a family gathering and everybody's like, hey, when are you going to get a boyfriend? Right. When are you going to get married? And you're just like, I just got out of a relationship like six months ago. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even ready to date myself yet. <laughs> you know, so I asked on Facebook. We went to Facebook. Yeah. So and we, you went to Instagram. We reached out to some of our followers and some people and wanted to get some answers and hear their experiences. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you this. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to go by the real definition of what single shaming is, is, yeah, I've been single shamed. I personally don't care. I, uh, it doesn't bother me. But I know that for some, that's because I'm secure in my singleness. I know why yeah. I'm single. I'm happy with it. And I honestly, I love being single. Yeah. Um, you can mingle <laughs> with Pringles. Or you could just stay at home and not do anything. Which is what you do. Yeah. Um, no, but. You're I, dating I, your roommates. I, <laughs> I am. No, but I, I, I understand that for some people being single, being asked about it constantly and have kind of having it rubbed in your face that you're single, it's painful. Well, and I think it's different for you because you've only been single for a handful of months. Yeah, that's you true. Know, you, you just got out of a long relationship. Well, and I've been consistently dating somebody for the last five years. So yeah. I'm kind of just like, I'm free. But also... Um, but there's others, other people like myself who haven't, haven't been in a, relation, a serious relationship in a handful of years yeah uh which is okay but it does eventually get annoying to hear for example when i went to mexico my aunt would joke around about finding a, a, a mexican woman and taking her back to the states and i told her i said it's too expensive to do that because i have to pay for immigration paperwork and i'm just i'm not in the position to do that uh the uh urban dictionary definition of single shaming is making middle-aged adults who have chosen to remain single feel like freaks have you <laughs> apparently we're middle-aged <laughs> i guess apparently we can't be single shame unless we're middle-aged no no no. we're in our 20s we're in our prime we're well i think you more than me i'm not in my prime <laughs> i am optimist prime <laughs> i'm optimist prime <laughs> <laughs> so let's pull up some of these answers here all right um you totally want my day. You can, Th- that's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ryan Seacrest. I love how Ryan Seacrest. Do it, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> We're doing a show, Ryan. <laughs> One of the first. Uh, so I put. I went to Instagram and I put this up on my story. One of the first answers I got was from Magic Cracka, who <laughs> Chris Garrett, who said, who said all crap, uh, all craps, all caps. Who shamed you? Uh, you did. Uh, yeah, I'm ashamed. Um. 
Jamie Nicholson said no. She she put up a gif of her on Facebook or gif. Gif? Gif? I call it a gif. I call it a gif. Gif sounds like peanut butter. I like peanut butter. I do. Uh, Shelby Elizabeth, who's a good friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine, uh, said, my whole family did that to me between boyfriends, especially since I had cut my hair short around the same time. So my grandpa even went to the extent of asking me if I didn't have a new boyfriend because I liked females. Oof. Um, yeah, that's an oof <laughs> moment. I Okay, here's the ultimate... The ultimate single shaming. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was 17. Okay. So it's like, what? What? 17. Okay. Whatever. I was in high school. <laughs> My mom picked me. 17. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Like, like, it's not really a thing. Like, you shouldn't even, like, you shouldn't be worried about being single when you're 17. No. Um, my mom picked me up from, from school with my dad and she decided, like, oh, we're going to take you to your favorite Mexican restaurant. Your favorite restaurant. Okay. I was like, okay, cool. You know, like, great. You know? It was close to the end of the school year, so I thought maybe that was just kind of like a end of the school year, you know, yeah, dinner. So we order we order our food, and uh, the chips come and meat and salsa, chips and salsa. And my mom looks up at me and she goes, "Mijo, I have a very serious question to ask you." What's up? What's wrong? Okay. You know, my parents are older, so I thought maybe she was gonna, you know, ask me something about, you know, yeah, health insurance or death, you know, life insurance or something. <laughs> we had those conversations. That, that stuff happened. Okay. You know, if you have elderly parents, eventually that you have a conversation about the day they die. Yeah. You know, and so maybe I thought maybe she wanted to ask me to oversee her funeral arrangements or something. You know, I don't know. So all right, cool. I get serious and I look across the booth, and my mom and my dad are sitting there. They're they're hand in hand, and she goes, you know. Are you gay? What? What? Straight up. She goes, and I, I look at her, I go, what? <laughs> she goes, yeah, you know, you never bring home any girls. Oh. And so, you know, your your dad, I think, you know, we want to make sure you're okay. You oh. Know, make, and, you know, and, and my mom was old, old school and, and wasn't necessarily um, as open-minded as parents are today. Yeah. So, <laughs> so straight up, I had to explain to my parents that the reason why I don't didn't bring girls around was because at the time, you know, I wasn't really uh, sexually active and wasn't really like looking for girls to bring home and introduce to your parents. Mm-hmm. That led to nothing. Yeah. You know, so uh, that that's like the ultimate single shaming right there. Is like my mom fun. straight up thought I was gay because she never met any of my wow know, lady friends. That's really sad. And then she died. Uh, uh. Seven years later. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we're laughing about that. but Um, (laughs) A good friend of mine, Lila Crosswhite, responded on Instagram and said, more that she's just been told to not fall for a musician because then she'd be doomed to a life of poverty. Wow. I know. That got real, really fast. Yeah, that was deep. Yep. Um, I, I don't think that's great advice, though. I... It depends. Depends on what type of music. Like if it's like someone who's gonna be in an orchestra, like yeah. go for it. Yeah. There's there's potentially a lot of money in that. If it's somebody who's gonna be like the next American Idol, like run for the hills. I know a lot of run uh, for your life. <laughs> I know a lot of musicians who are married to each other and they make it work. It's hard work, but you can do it. Yeah, you know, one of them happens to drive for Uber, and the other one happens to be a part-time barista, but... Yeah, it's okay. It works. Uh, Aunt Wendy... Aunt Wendy! ...wanted to know if it was like when you try to order a single taco, and they try to force to buy... They try to force you to buy the whole meal. Oof, that's the, that's the real... But, I will say this. Wendy probably has the closest experience of this, of being yeah. single-shamed. And we should yeah. probably have her back on the show and talk about this at some point. Because... You know, she's older. I don't know how old she is. I think she's in her late 20s. <laughs> like, really late 20s. Probably. Like, super late 20s. Yeah. Um, and and she's single, and she doesn't have kids, and she hasn't, you know, found Mr. Right. And so, yeah, she, she said, well, I don't know how, I don't want to judge, I don't want to say things on her behalf. So I'll read what she says. She said, seriously, oh, yes, numerous times. It happens a lot at church, sadly, and Aww. even 
And often singles at church can feel like outcast or the reject in the group, even by other singles who think they're somehow cooler. Which is interesting because I, I hung out in a group with a lot of people who, who were in relationships and got married. And then then you kind of just you're not part of the you're not part of the people who get invited to some of the couple things. Mm. And eventually you just kind of like get phased out of because you're not not a couple. So now I have a group of friends from church who are all single and we all go and do single things together and hang out and go watch movies and go eat dinner and you know we're planning a camping trip for for the fall and you know we have fun yeah you know so uh single shaming is a thing it's not what tanya's saying what else do you have i well a bunch of people actually um matt baker says ayo matt ayo matt he says uh they're not there's not really stories he's just usually told by people that they're surprised he's still single hmm yeah yeah um, this at this Danny creates on Instagram says there's no win with people. I married super young and people will tell me it won't last rude. That's another thing too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think, I think there's a certain level of truth to behind the fact that young marriages tend to end early. Yeah. Because it's a lot more stressful to be married young. Yeah. You're getting your feet on the ground. You're getting your life started. You're, you're not financially stable. You're doing all the things all at once. And yeah. to put the strain of a marriage on top of that, I mean, the first years of your marriage are really, really hard. Just in general. And then add the fact that, you know, for the most part, you guys are probably still in college or just graduated and not really settled into the, the work world. Yeah, you might be working part-time jobs still. You might be just moved out of your house. And yeah. to put a marriage on top of it's all tough. of that, like... So, I, I mean, I get that. I totally get that. Um, Nathaniel Moore says almost every family event. He, I guess he gets single shamed at almost every family event, which is. Do that. I know him? Nathaniel? Yeah. I think so. You may have met him when we were at Azusa last time. Oh. Um, Alyssa Ann says not getting invited to a vacation because it was all couples. Oh. And then she put a sad face and two crying face emojis that's sad it is it's very sad i mean i am i would understand if it was like a honeymoon type thing but at the same time it's like okay cool guess what hey you know what moxie if in 20 years i'm married and you're not and we're going on vacation with a bunch of my couple friends you have to be friends with as well you're more than welcome to come thank you you just have to not go to the couple massages because that might be weird I'll just go to the singles massage. Yeah, that's a whole different part of the building. My, si- You know, my sister and I, we were at dinner with my family the other night, and we're talking about this cruise that we're going on. And my mom said there's, she just like casually in conversation was like, and there's a singles meet and greet on the, <laughs> on the thing. And, and my sister was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, here's, let me, let me just phase this out by saying this wait wait i have two more people oh go go for it i want to include them uh at whiskey writer says because if i prefer writing or reading most of my family believes i'll die alone uh and hannah gertenrich says people ask me frequently how i'm still single slash never been in a relationship it's so annoying there we go now everybody's included (laughs) if i if i if i know this hannah i think i know hannah yeah no, not personally, but I think we're friends on Facebook. She's a pretty girl. She is. She's a very pretty girl. She's gorgeous. Um, so I don't, I'm not surprised why people would ask why you're, you're, you know, why you're still single or whatever. Yeah. But it does get annoying. Yeah. I'm an ugly guy, and I get I get tired of being asked why I'm still single because when, it, when it, it's obvious, it's like look at my face. Oh my god. That's why I'm still single. Okay. Um, you know, don't don't you know don't take into fact that I'm also very hard to deal with sometimes. But here's here's my message for single people. Okay. Wait. Kay. Wait. Just wait. Just just wait. Just wait. That's my message to single people. That's all you got? Yeah. Because there's no point in rushing anything. Yeah. Fools rush in. <laughs> you know? Just wait. Yeah. You've waited this long. Yeah. You know? What's another 6 weeks? Honestly, I I would agree with you because the more I learn about life and relationships, the more I see that it's not something you should rush into. Yeah. Well, 
We should probably rush this segment because it's been 22 minutes. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Another long episode. We got to get to somebody. Uh, the interview for our podcast today is actually somebody who is premiering a song that she's written, and I believe it's about relationships. So we'll talk about that a little bit uh, in our interview coming up right after the commercial. Or not. Or not. Depending on which episode we put this in. Right. Uh, should I do a different transition for No, that? it's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll just leave it in. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't. All right, we'll be right back after this short commercial break. <coughs> I am so very excited to introduce our next guest on the show today. Uh, she is a bassist extraordinaire. She's a fabulous performer, fabulous entertainer. It's all about that bass. All about that bass. All about no it. trouble. None. Um, that makes so much more sense now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was always like, wow. What do you mean no trouble? Are you walking around? Looking? Now I get it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You learn something new every day. Apparently. It's only been a few years. <laughs> right. We're going to introduce this guest before something else happens. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome BB to our show. Hello, BB. Hey, guys. What's going on? So just FYI, in the background, you have a theme song playing right now. I do. Yes. It's, uh, That's it's, awesome. It's called uh, BB Good by the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> so you better BB Good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Moxie, floor's yours. Okay, cool. Uh, Vivi, let's get started today and just tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your story. That's a great question. <laughs> Thank you. So I've been playing officially for like 10 years as of this year. Um, oh, I started on guitar after uh, playing Guitar Hero till like, like 3 a.m. when I was like like 12. Nice. <laughs> and um, I just got sick of songs and I told my parents I wanted a guitar and I ended up getting a guitar. And then over time, I kind of like gravitated more towards bass. And when I was in high school, I played bass and orchestra, like stand-up bass. So nice. Got an electric bass after that, and then the rest is pretty much history now. <laughs> That's really cool. Why why bass over guitar? Music, like growing up, like Green Day, and this was something that stood out more over like just power chords. And I always ended up actually trying to learn bass lines on my guitar. So it just <laughs> seemed kind of natural. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> So when did, like, when did you start playing in bands? Um, I started my, my first band, like, I think six months after I got my guitar. So it's been almost 10 years. Nice. And um, that, that didn't go well, but we played, like, a couple shows. We got made a lot, but uh, it gave us experience and kind of, like, a, um, like, the willpower to, like, kind of, like, get over, like, people's mm -hmm. negativity and everything, so. I feel like everybody has, like especially every female they have like that awful first band oh yeah <laughs> i have an awful first band do you yeah really i'll tell you about it some other time so this oh. isn't about me <laughs> all right <laughs> i well i love hearing the names because the name of my first band we were trying to be super edgy and so we called it the ravens oh, like God. after edgar Allan poe <laughs> but the ravens was taken so we we spelled it r-a-v-e-y-n-s oh, oh God. yeah yeah just trying to be edgy <laughs> our um my first band's name was Psycho Agency. <laughs> and then we changed it to General Disorder, and that was the band we played shows with. Nice. So. General Disorder. I like that. It sounds very, yeah. like the shows it went very orderly. Bad. It was just, yeah, it wasn't too bad of a name. It just, it kind of reminded me of like social distortion a little bit. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So let's talk about uh, the band that you're working on right now, The Drained, which, by the way, is a much cooler band name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's definitely my favorite band name by far. Um, I don't know if anyone listening to this or if you uh, you know Moxie, but I used to be in a band called Street Links. Mm -hmm. And um, originally I was going to change the name of that band to The Drained. And then I ended up just getting new members. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start entirely over and just kind of give a fresh start. 
And yeah. now I write all the songs on my own and I have an awesome live lineup and the there's going to be a song that's being released or by the time people are hearing this, it's released now. Um, it's available on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. It's called Lycanthropy. It's about werewolves. <laughs> that's really it's about cool. werewolves. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite song story in the world about <laughs> werewolves. Can you explain a little yeah. bit? Like, is this about like the guy from, uh, what was that? What was those books? Twilight. Uh, Twilight. Yeah. It's about the guy from Twilight. No. Or was that a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> there was both. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it's kind of it's based off with the movie from uh, 1980. It's called An American Werewolf in London, huh, and love it. I never really liked horror movies until I saw it, and I only saw it like this past Halloween, so not not even a year. And now I'm like I've been super into like horror movies and everything, and so th- that movie specifically like really kind of resonated with me. And I had the instrumental written, and I kind of wanted to try writing something like like based off of like a movie because I've heard of like other bands that write songs based off of like books or movies and so I wanted to give it a try. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So what's if you could just briefly what's the story of the movie? Um the story of a movie, it's this like a general werewolf movie. Um the lead character and his friend are like walking um like in London and uh they're American and uh they get attacked by a werewolf and the, um, his friend actually, uh, gets murdered by the werewolf. And then the the lead character, (laughs) (laughs) the lead character ends up turning into a werewolf. So that's, that's, it's kind of like the way the song is, it's kind of like the, the way it is, it's like the storyline of the transformation. Like it starts out like not being caught. And then like (laughs) transformation is like the middle part, you know, like it just kind of goes through it. Nice. So I think it's time. We have uh, <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> I think it's time. It is time for something. Uh, so BB, we have. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast at all, but we have uh, three signature questions that we like like to ask our guests. And uh, okay. I think it's time for signature question numero uno. Yeah, you want to so, ask this one? No, no, no. It's all. This is your shtick. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know this was my shtick. I know it is. That's <laughs> why I have you around just to ask these three signature questions. Oh, that's my only purpose. Yes. Cool. I, that means I don't have to challenge myself in any other way. Awesome. Um, so, okay, let's go with uh, signature question number one. Vivi, uh, what is your favorite taco? My favorite taco? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I love any and all taco. I just had a burrito before we started this. I was concerned I that you were going to say that you didn't eat that. burritos. <laughs> oh. I was about to end this interview. Or tacos, I meant. I meant tacos. I thought you were going to say, I don't eat tacos, because you had a really awkward pause there. I was like, no, we cannot continue. <laughs> I am glad well, you enjoy tacos, any though. Any and all. Any and all. I mean, I'm, I'm vegan, so I can't eat meat, but I will eat any taco, anything with a tortilla, basically. Nice. <laughs> Have you tried that new Beyond Meat? Oh, or, yeah. What do you uh, think about that? It's pretty good. Like I had the one at Del Taco. It reminds me of like how Del Taco. I remember Del Taco tasting. So I, I think they did a pretty good job with it. Okay. Nice. So so for for a vegan, what would be your favorite? Like your go to taco? Um. Oh no. I I would say like uh. I I like to make like cauliflower tacos. I haven't made okay. it in a long time, but I used to make it a lot. And just like. <laughs> basically cook it like uh like meat and then season it the same way as meat and then um there's like uh lots of green salsa there you <laughs> go nice. that's my favorite nice <laughs> that's pretty much it i'm like kind of basic i don't put a lot on it that's okay me too <laughs> yeah she gets chicken and it's just like normal <laughs> chicken in a tortilla just chicken and tortilla and like like a oh, drop yeah. of hot sauce <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm over here. I have like, you know, stuff that I can't talk about <laughs> in my taco. Can't talk about. Yeah, I can't talk about it. And then there's like just drenched in green sauce, uh, which is the way to do it. So, oh my gosh. Uh, with this, ba- the band's called The Drained. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit more about the the name? And the name. Yeah, because because I'm I'm interested in band names. Like I love hearing the story behind uh, behind band names. So I would love to hear the story behind this. Okay, yeah, um, The Drain is actually the first band name that I've had that actually has a story behind it. Oh, nice. Um, there's, there's a couple things. Um, it's based off of the distiller's song, Drain the Blood. 
Cool. And they're, they're a huge influence to me. And um, the second uh, reason behind it is it's just kind of like I, I get kind of bored with like how like the music community is and like it seems kind of boring and like there's a lot of competition and I'm just I'm not a huge fan of it so I guess I would say like I'm kind of like drained of it I guess okay and that was kind of a story behind it yeah that's really cool now that kind of leads into another question because I personally I love asking other female musicians just kind of how it is for them working in the music industry Mm -hmm. because there's so many like oversaturation in LA and Hollywood is just like, that's already a problem to begin with. Yeah. Um, but then I also feel like there's a lot, like proportionally, there's a lot more female musicians out here who are really rocking. Um, and so I would love to ask you just how, cause I've made so many female musical friends out here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you have a lot of other female musicians who you work with, people who you've made friends with over time that you've gotten close with? Um, not really in the, like for me, I haven't really made a lot of, uh, female musician friends. I'm, I know, um, like Hoity Toity, uh, Turbulent Hearts, um, Vigil of War, Sydney. They're all really cool people. Yeah. Um, actually Sydney recorded guitar for Lycanthropy. Nice. So, so that was really cool to work with her on that. We had her on uh, for our pilot episode of oh, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, that was cool. I thought we were talking about a band named Sydney. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's, that's really. <laughs> I didn't realize we were talking about Sydney Allen. <laughs> yeah, you know my Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> my, 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 my Sydney. Okay, no. no? Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed to sing on the show. I don't. I don't let him. <laughs> He's cut off <laughs> so with this with this upcoming you know this project that's out that just came out uh what are you hoping that people take away from it what do you what do you hope that people you know they download it is there a certain message that you're, you're going for are you just trying to entertain people what's what's your goal i don't know i just i kind of want to be different i kind of want to bring back the uh like feeling of like family with like music i mean i'm yeah. not here to like like uh compete against people that's really not my thing i just do what i do and i play and um, if anyone likes it, then so be it. I mean, even if one person downloads the song or or Ill- illegally downloads it, whatever, at least they <laughs> have heard of it and everything, you know, I mean, that's really all that matters to me. Yeah. I'm not trying to get famous or anything. Yeah, I think that's so important because uh, especially being in L.A., it's really easy to just like get caught up in the fame and in, you know, bringing people to shows and forgetting why we actually want people to come to shows and why we want Mm -hmm. them to listen to music. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, um, I think like the reason I like people coming is one thing about me is like when I was in middle school and high school, just growing up, um, I was always an outsider and I've had people like come to me like either in person or like on Instagram or whatever. And people telling me that I've been like an influence to them and, People will come to me for even like advice, like with like personal things, not even to do with music, just because they feel like they have this connection with me based on like what some of my songs are about. Yeah. Yeah. Music is so important. It's so important yeah. just to make people feel like they belong. Yeah. yeah I was, it helps me a lot. Yeah. I was talking about this to somebody recently uh, and I was saying, you know, when you think about your favorite songs, there's more times than not where you'll think about the song that you love, but then what was going on in your life when you fell in love with that song, mm-hmm. you know, or that band, you know? So like music for a lot of people gets them through hard times, you know, there's a reason why people walk down the aisle to certain, to certain songs at their wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a reason why people request certain songs to be played at their, at their funeral when they pass or, you know, a family member plays that. So, um, so it's cool knowing that, you know, you're an artist in L.A. who isn't thinking, you know, oh, I just want to get rich and famous and, mm-hmm. you know, play Yeah, there's out. too many of yeah, those. There's too many of those people who oh, do yeah. that. And then they end up opening for Aerosmith or something, you know, from a whole different, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, you know, they're in one stage and Aerosmith's in a completely different part of the, you know, the state and they open for Aerosmith. Um, but, you know, it, it's cool having people like you and people like Moxie who... You know, who are open to hearing people's stories, you know, and, and connecting with them. So it's cool. That's cool. I don't know. There was a point to that, and I totally forgot when I started talking about Aerosmith. I so. don't know.
Uh, so, Moxie, back to you. <laughs> well, I guess I could ask you uh, one of our next signature questions, which is uh, kind of a bigger one. So, okay. It's, okay. It, yeah, I, I realize, you know, the first couple of times I asked this and people were like, oh, I have a, I have one. And then it's actually kind of a big one to throw at people. Um, okay. So our number two question is, uh, if you had a life quote, what would it be? Oh. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one thing, the first thing that I thought, I'll probably just say the first thing I thought of. Um, yeah. When I was in marching band, uh, I was like woodwind captain. I played saxophone. <laughs> nice. And one thing that we as like the band would say to each other is don't suck. And <laughs> like either way, like, like, I mean, like always practice and like, don't be mean to people. And I don't know, that's, I've always kind of lived by that. I mean, just don't suck in general. Yeah. <laughs> I See, love that. That could work in a different way too, because don't you have to blow into those instruments? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Good job. So yeah, so if you suck the instrument, then you're just, you know, you're not gonna make any sounds. Yeah, it's gonna. Does it still make music? <laughs> does it make noise? I don't know that you would call it music. <laughs> uh, you know, what's funny is uh, one of my favorite lead singers played saxophone in in high school in in a in a, in a high school band. He was actually the band leader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miles Kennedy. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she doesn't know who he is. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> You're wearing a shirt. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Do know who he is? All right, cool. Yeah. That or she, uh, she, she stalked me on Instagram and saw the 900 pictures I posted of me <laughs> in this shirt with Miles. Flash and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, she was wearing Guns and Roses earlier, so we we had the whole whole spectrum. Oh. Yeah, I know, uh, right? Um, okay, so. I have another question. Go for it. Um, because you sing. When did you start singing? Um, I've always been singing, actually. Like, I mean, like, elementary school choir. Um, I sang in my first band, but I played guitar. Um, and then I think over time I stopped and I just did backups. And then, I don't know, like something, like, I just kind of wanted to start singing again because I was writing my own songs and yeah. I didn't feel right with, like, someone else singing. Yeah. So I thought, like, maybe I'll, I'll just train my voice and get better at it, you know. So nice. And you're singing. Well, you're singing on on the new single. Um, yes. And I listened to it. It sounds awesome. You have a very like Thanks. Joan Jett <laughs> voice, almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get told that a lot. <laughs> um, I know it's hard for a lot of musicians to play and sing at the same time. Um, if you had especially bass, yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially bass. Um, if you had a tip for somebody who's learning how to do that, um, what would it be? Well, <laughs> yeah, what would it be? Thank you. I was trying to think of a. She had a. She had a. She had a, she had a, she had a <laughs> She had a slight stroke. <laughs> it's, it's fine. This whole podcast had a slight stroke right now. <laughs> no, like uh, I actually got asked this the other day. Um, I was doing like an Instagram Q and A and. Well, um, then never I, mind. We're not going to ask it again. I'm, I'm I love it when I'm you kidding. do those, by the way. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> when I usually get asked that, uh, I say like um, whatever instrument you're playing, like I'll just say bass. Um, normally, I'll learn the bass line first and just kind of get um, like comfortable with it. And then I'll learn the lyrics after and get comfortable with that. And then I'll put it together and like slowly build up. Um, I think since I've been doing it so much now at this point, it's not really a struggle anymore unless the song's more like syncopated but other than that 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 was what really helped me when i started just kind of like slowing it down and um, slowly like uh putting the two together yeah if you can if you can play it slow you can play it fast yeah but if you can play it fast you can't always play it slow yeah that's, that's very true <laughs> <laughs> see i was just trying to be ironic but apparently it's a thing that is a thing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I want to know something because um, I did listen to, to a little bit of the song. I want to know just a little bit. Just I didn't I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing. I literally listened to it on like the way in. Uh, what what band inspires you the most? Like what band do you go to for inspiration when you're trying to be creative? And why is it Alter Bridge? I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> why, why was I expecting that? Ruben's obsessed with Alter Bridge. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Miles Kennedy. He just happens to be part of Alter Bridge. Gotcha. So. <laughs> um, 
What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you love Miles Kennedy? No. Uh, <laughs> okay. No. Uh, what band is your What band do you, is your inspiration when you're trying to be inspired or creative? Um. Normally, it's like uh, a lot of the Stillers. Um, hmm. For Lycanthropy and, and uh, for the song that uh, is coming out. Um, I was listening to a lot of Distillers, uh, Turbo Negro, which is like this punk band from like Norway or something over there. Um, Dead Boys, uh, Shaka Messiah, um, just kind of like skate punk. And okay. I like cool. to incorporate like 80s hard rock into my song. So there's a little bit of that too. Nice. And how do I pronounce the, the title of the song? <laughs> Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> There's an R in there. Philanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Phlebotomy. <laughs> like what was it? Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. Yeah. I'm never gonna be able to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. If I ever have to introduce you someplace down the line, and I have to be like, "Here's the drain with lycanthropy." <laughs> I usually just call it the wolf song. The wolf song. <laughs> it should be lycanthropy, parentheses, the wolf song. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, though, I love the album artwork for that, or the single oh, artwork. Yes. Thank you. That was a... I've got, never done anything like that kind of like uh, like risque, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that, that was new for me. But um, I really like how it turned out. So I'm, I'm very pleased with it. It's... Um, I just hope that everything else that comes out after that can reach that kind of standard, like of quality. <laughs> yeah. So in case anyone hasn't seen the artwork yet, it's basically, uh, a picture of BB's back, right? And mm-hmm. she's, she's like sitting, sitting down and I don't want to say she's topless, but she's topless. <laughs> um, but like it's her back and then like <laughs> green hair. So it was like, it's like really sexy, really cool. Uh, and then, you know, all the, the title and information of, of the song. So it's really cool. Um, we should probably post it on our Instagram as part we of the promotion. We probably should. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's a Let's good idea. Let's do that. Yeah, we should. Good idea, Ruben. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you have good ideas. So high five. Uh, Moxie, it's time for signature question number trace. Already? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I you know like what that means. I, I do know what it means. It's almost time for one of us to be eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wait, wait, wait. Just, I didn't sign up for that. Just go with it. <laughs> okay. So a little backstory on this question. Um, the reason we started this podcast is mainly because for many years we were joking about starting a podcast. But the second reason for it is... I was never joking, by the way. I, I Yeah. I came to realize that when you made a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the concept behind this podcast is Ruben's complete anger. Every time I would try and say I something about my one best friend and then something about my other best friend. And he would say, you can't have more than one best friend. Usually within the same <laughs> sentence of each other. Yeah. Um, and so the question that I'm going to pose to you and that we pose to every, every guest we bring on the show. And, and I'll preface because every time I ask you say, there's a there's a condition. Yeah. You okay. So do you want me to just go ahead and do the condition now? Sure. Yeah. Okay, outside of your significant other and or spouse. Yes. Can you have more than one best friend? I would say so. Oh my um, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta do a better job screening these people. <laughs> I, I mean like, yeah, my boyfriend is uh, definitely i would say he's my best friend for sure but i mean um so excluding my him is just as much of a friend to me as mm. uh, i would consider him just because we can you be friends like, with your siblings together so are you not like f- a lot of like family hardship and everything yeah. so yeah wait hold on are you not friends with your siblings ruben i hate my siblings <laughs> oh and they know that Okay. This is this just got weird. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that brought up a whole slew of now, uh, psychological issues. Yeah, BB's going to sit here while we go through a therapy session now. <laughs> uh, who would you say is your best friend outside of your boyfriend? Uh, probably my brother. Okay, I, that's really we, cool. We've just been we've been through a lot of like uh, like family like hardships, and uh, I, I usually come to him for a lot of things. Hmm. So I, I would definitely say him. Uh, his name is Kyle. <laughs> is he older or younger? He's younger. He's seven years younger than me. Wow. Yeah. It's a big age difference. Yeah. The, but that's awesome. Yeah, how, how old is he now? 
Yeah. It's almost 16. <laughs> We're still young, but... I can do math. What an age. <laughs> <laughs> to be 16 again. No, never. No? I, I don't want no? it. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, when you turn... I, I when, also second that. <laughs> when you turn 26, you will long for the days of being 16. <laughs> Yeah, you old person. You. I'm an old man. Listen here, I'm an old man. Why am I Irish? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Old makes you Irish. Yeah, apparently age makes you Irish, which is okay with me. <laughs> there is some Irish whiskey in this coffee, so. Nice. Very nice. And Mexican tequila in my tea. <laughs> wow, this went down a road that. <laughs> There's no coming back. Yeah. There's no coming back. Uh, the song is called Lycanthropy. Yes. Did I say yes. that right? Lycanthropy? Yes. Sweet. Right. <laughs> uh, mark the day and time because it will never happen again. Uh, it's <laughs> out on, is it on iTunes and all the fun fun stuff? Where can people yeah, find it? Yeah, it's out on everything. Okay. iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, all that. What, yeah. What was that last one? Deezer. Deezer? Deezer. Mm-hmm. The hell's a Deezer? <laughs> Are you calling me an old Deezer? <laughs> Oh, Ruben. Uh, having a mental breakdown. Vivi, <laughs> uh, can you tell us where we can find you and The Drained on social media? Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, it's at The Drained. On Twitter, it's The Drained Band. And the website is kind of long because I don't have the URL yet. But gotcha. uh, I'm not going to say it, but it's on the social media. <laughs> All right, perfect. Very cool. Sweet. Well, I, I think I'm out of questions. So going down the lycanthropy, the carth- lethargic, lethargic leth- <laughs> the wolf song. <laughs> uh, information on the song will also be in the description of this podcast as well. Yep. Uh, up and up on thebestfriendshow.com's Instagram. Uh, BB, thank you so much. As yeah, absolutely. It's tradition for us to play part of your song right now. It's tradition. It's tradition. But part of me wants to play BB good again as we play her off. <laughs> No, no, no. We got to play the new song. All right. We'll play the new song. Uh, If that's okay with you. Is that okay with you? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here's about 30 seconds of (laughs) lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. (laughs) Bibi, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for being here. I don't know why she's laughing at me like that. <laughs> well, my name's Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of time. We will see you guys whenever Moxie stops laughing. <laughs> Stop laughing! <laughs> Wasn't that funny? It was.
Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.